Hello everybody, welcome to episode 82 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. Each week we talk to a startup founder about an interesting topic and this week our topic of the day is Delivering the Agile Way. Our guest today is Saifuddin Khan who is the founder of TechyJack. Do check out today's show notes at foundersgyan.com slash ep82 and do check out our archives at www.foundersgyan.com. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello everybody. Today we have a very special guest on the show. He is Saifuddin Khan, the founder of techyjack.com and we are going to talk today about delivering the agile way. So I think this is something that will be very useful for all startups. So uh, Saif, why don't you give us a quick introduction about yourself and your company techyjack. Okay, uh, I am Saifuddin Khan. People call me Saif, yes at the rate IF. Uh, I come with uh, about like 17 years of experience in product domain and I have worked across like from smaller companies to huge MNCs like multinational companies and uh, finally stepped into a startup arena now. Uh, coming to the TechyJack, TechyJack primarily is found with the name technology and a jack together. Jack is something like the screw jack people use for actually cars are heavy vehicles to lift, right? A small device which helps to lift the uh, heavy weights in an easier fashion. So we similarly wanted to adopt that kind of jack to a technology. So Techie Jack is found with the vision that like any technology problems that arise, uh, that we foresee in the society, we use a jack that's made of technology to solutionize and leverage the problems. Awesome. And uh, you have about uh 15 years of corporate experience, if I'm not mistaken, is that right? Uh, yes, I have about 15 years of corporate experience. Before I started and founded TechyJack, I was working as an AVP for a company called Apnomic Systems in Bangalore, which is in primarily into application performance monitoring domain. Alright, alright. So, um, so I think uh, what we are talking about uh, today is going to be a great topic and something that is very useful uh, for a lot of startups now. Uh, for some of the startups who probably aren't too familiar with uh, the Agile uh, methodology, so can we first uh, get the definition out of the way so that uh, people who do know about Agile can learn more tips and tricks about the technology? Yeah, sure. See, like Agile, if you look at the dictionary, right, like it, it is actually moving quickly and lightly too. It's nimble, being responsive. See, any company, if you ask us, want to be quickly moving and adaptive, right? Mm. Like, especially startups doesn't have too much time to breathe. Mm. Right? So, so, Agile, see, I find Agile to be a suitable mechanism for startups. The way ideas can differ, the methodologies can differ, but Agile, I prefer uh, over the other existing techniques, which I've seen it working. Mm. Right? Like, so it is actually basically a mechanism, rather a way to deliver the projects. There are other ways too. Mm. It is not the success mantra. Mm. If I pick Agile, my project would be successful. No, mm. it is not. Mm. But it helps you to bring problem onto the table mm. with data in the front mm. for you to look, analyze and find the best solution available. So, uh, is Agile only a method of delivering the product or can we also use that as a method for coming up with our idea, coming up with a prototype? Can can Agile be, uh, can Agile encompass all the various aspects of a startup or is it only with regards to the actual product 
development? No, see, Agile, it has nothing to do with startup per se. Mm-hmm. It is again a management, a way of actually delivering a project. Mm-hmm. It could be a construction project, it could be a mm-hmm. software project, mm-hmm. it could be a restaurant, mm-hmm. anything. Like, mm-hmm. for example, any most of the restaurants, right? Like, uh, look, for example, the Dhaba Wala or the roadside dosa guy, they are agile only. Mm-hmm. You go and order, he what? makes the dosa in front of you, and you can actually tell him was add little spice and little salt he make all those in front of you mm-hmm. so he is agile already mm-hmm. right it is basically framework to enable you mm-hmm. to actually modify your whole structure of running the show mm-hmm. so it can be applicable anywhere right from right from the ideation stage of a startup ideation like may not be directly applicable because ideation brain Primarily what you do, you have an idea, mm. you start developing the idea with a mind map on your thing. Mm. Right? Like, so there is no phases in that. Right, but you can still use Agile in the ideation phase so that uh, you know when to stop with the idea and when to move on to the next phase. So that's, that comes in the mind map itself, no? Mm. See, mind map how, like for example, I, want, I have a problem today. Mm. I think it's a good problem for me to find some solution. Mm. So I take that as a nucleus of the whole idea. Mm. Then I start branching out. Mm. This could be one reason, this could be one reason, this could mm. be one reason. So the more I keep branching them, the mm. more and better visibility of the idea that I will keep getting. Mm. So I would not, I have not used it, to be pretty honest. I have not used it in the ideation phase, mm. but I have used it extensively in execution of my projects. Mm. And I have seen the success rate of my execution well. Mm. And I have seen success rate of other people as well. When mm. they actually moved on to Agile. It brings its own plus and minuses. There are few trade-offs that people have to do. Alright. Alright. So, um, for our listeners listening out there, so as part of this podcast, what we have done is, uh, we have come up with a set of questions uh, that focuses on the important parts of the Agile methodology. Um, so, we are going to kind of walk through those some of those important steps uh, we will dive right into that so one of the things that you were talking to me about was the uh, five y technique i think uh, you mentioned that the five y technique is Correct. a very important part of the agile methodology Correct. so could you talk a bit more about that five y technique is basically a management technique primarily used for root cause analysis right like ishikawa diagram that people call us if something happens you should ask five times why to determine a stable answer to it. So this gives you primary reasonable root cause of the problem. Say for example, like uh, since we are talking more into the startups and software community, say a bug occurs at the customer's place. Okay, the first question I guess, why is the issue occurred? Right? Probably people can answer, a bug has come. Then again, again, as the first I is completed, second wise. Why is the bug not captured during the engineering process? Because like engineering has its own QA, right? The test, then they can say test case is not available. Mm. Correct? Then the third why can be, why is the test case not available? Correct? People can say like we did not even know the use case of the product. We don't know the product is going to be used in a certain fashion. So the test case was not available. Then I say, why did we not know the use case itself? Mm. Right? Probably the requirement itself was not captured. Mm. So the root cause to me is, okay, if we have captured the requirement well, detailed enough, the way how the product is going to get used, this problem could have been stopped. Mm. So this is how 5Y analysis happens. So what I wanted to try out is like, why should people use Agile? 
I wanted to apply this five way techniques on that mm. and see if it is makes sense for people to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. It's something that I wanted to do here. Mm. Okay, awesome. Now, the other point that you were talking about was that uh, we should stress uh, individuals and interactions over processes and tools. Could you explain that uh, to us? What, what what does that mean when you say that we should stress? over uh, stress individuals and interactions see agile in short right like has primarily focused principle it is a framework the principle is to focus on four valid points mm. one of which is what you just said individuals and interactions over process and tools mm. see what happens is end of the let's let's ask okay there are processes agile did not agile is not the only way i told you in the beginning right there right. are median mechanisms that people use for actually delivering a project one of the famous one is waterfall which mm. was earlier used in long back like uh, uh, to like that if you see what happens there is lot of stress that happens onto those processes requirement analysis has been done by the business analyst and then there is a uh, functional description document or system requirement specification they call it srs kind of stuff all that in place right and then people kick off the project and then end of the day what happens you deliver the project after 10 months the requirement changes by the time maybe the guy who gave you the requirement itself is no more with the company mm. the, the new guy doesn't even know what the requirement was well enough Right. so this overall changes to it's not process that is important mm. it is the individuals and the interactions that happen between them that is more mm. no i'm not saying that process need not be there yes mm. process has to be there but the stress has to be more on individuals and interactions mm. we every work right end of the day has been done by the people mm. correct a project leader is not the guy who is sitting and writing the code Mm. in the software industry i'm going to relate more to the software industry here so like if i as a person estimating it mm. i give the estimation mm. to the guy who see the code at the very closer level mm. uh, the project manager would be at that some 10000 feet high the program manager would be some 50000 feet high right so like the guy who is very closest to that ground is the engineer the developer right if i give that matrix to him saying boss like this is the problem i want this solution to be done he evaluating it himself would be much more closer to a ballpark figure that a project manager estimates mm. that a program management estimates mm. correct so like we give more pre- and because he is said the person himself mm. says it is going to take about like uh, say 20 minutes or say 20 hours mm. he would ensure that it has to be delivered because in his mind the clock would be ticking mm. so it is actually a cult on its own so people will be self organized people will actually know that this has to be delivered on the set date and they will work towards that mm. so that is why the focus is more on uh, individuals and the interactions between the customer and the t- see there is a story right chinese whisper mm. that's a management story right. where like one i tell something to you you go and tell to another person he goes and tells to another person the final person receives a totally different requirement itself right. why do have all those processes mm. so let the guy who works talk to the guy who gives the requirement let them settle down write the whole story mm. and then document it mm. and deliver 
so that is why it has to be more stressful has to be given onto it okay awesome now let's talk about some uh, let's get into some personal questions so this is my favorite part <laughs> so uh, can you tell me the best advice you have ever heard and uh, uh, something that you try to say follow in your own life or business uh, the best advice i ever heard is like uh, actually do something that you love mm. you will not feel the pain mm. really especially this most of the startup guys will understand mm. that they have must have quit their plush jobs plush mm. paying jobs mm. running behind the idea that they have generated and conceived so they are sacrificing a lot right they do have pain as well Correct. but that pain does not matter much because what they do is something they heartfelt nobody pushed you to do right like mm. in schools or exams it's not exam no like mm. you have to pass through right but people take that plunge to actually make it a successful one correct there are a lot of pains they go through but never ever people actually come back and show the pain here mm. in fact the pain one of my friend actually he says like there is so much of pain but he, he enjoys those pain mm. because if there is no friction you won't find it actually enjoyable as well right like right. it has to be some curvy right right plain ride doesn't excite you as such right that's one of the best advices that i ever had okay great now uh, i know techy jack is about uh, a year old is it it's about like year old year old right and uh, so you must have had your ups and downs in this period so can you talk to us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and the lessons you learned from it worst entrepreneurial moment is like uh, i actually is conceived the idea somewhere last jan mm. okay and then like uh, because like there's no no money right like i have to put my own money into it mm. so most of the work i was doing it on my own mm. right like to so i would try to save every penny you have to become a stingy guy like so that's the first step like to become an entrepreneur right. to see how you can save the cost so once i get into some shape i decided yes like probably i need to hire somebody on mm. right like to so, So obviously hiring it's a bigger task like correct even bigger multinational companies actually fail there startups is not a different <laughs> phenomenal there so i hired a guy with a trust mm. and always i used to hire by giving some exercises because mm. that's the best way you see on the job mm. how they are performing mm. they giving all the resources they require mm. in reality nobody by hearts and then does right right i hire somebody he comes in works for about 2 days the third day wanted to do some background verification of the guy mm. he just jumps and shoots the gun saying no you cannot do background verification for me mm. so why mm. no personal reasons and mm. he say no i don't like my personal verification to be done mm. is something like i feel that is the worst moment for any startup because like uh, startups how will they survive Right. If they don't get the right people, right. trustworthy enough. Right. That would right. be a huge problem. If the person has nothing to hide, huh. I mean, you're not. I mean, you're only going to do background verification of his uh, previous roles or whatever. You're Correct. not going to dig into his personal Correct. life, right? Especially when you you say that you don't have a certificates, you don't have experience certificates, mm. and claiming that you have twelve years of experience. Mm. That's not done. Right. And one of the biggest uh, learning that I heard is like mm. you can be technologically superb. Mm. but that cost to the team work is very high mm. right so i do not want to take that cost mm. so my advice would be like mm. you can be technologically master mm. but if you don't know how to work within a team mm. 
please don't hire that kind of persons mm. i think uh, trust is very important right? right i mean more than technology technology can be taught uh, trust can't be taught right yes. i mean if somebody is not trustworthy um, there's no point even if he's like yeah, right, like super, yeah, yeah. super programmer right yeah no 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 not worthy at all right. it doesn't worth the time right okay okay great thanks thanks for sharing that i'm sure that was a little bit of a, a painful moment uh, for you um so uh, let's get back to our uh, topic at hand uh, and uh, we have a few uh, few more questions on that so now one of the points that uh, when i was uh, preparing for this uh, podcast i did a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of research on my own uh, so uh, correct me if i'm wrong uh, but uh, these are some of the things that i've read and so i think it is kind of uh, triggered my own curiosity as to why uh, certain things should be done in a certain way uh, so maybe uh, you could correct me if i'm wrong or if i'm right maybe you could uh, give an explanation a little bit more about uh, why we need to do things in a certain way so one of the things was that uh, we should uh, collaborate with customer and the second point in that was that we should not follow uh the plan that we had put in place at the start so uh, could you validate this i mean are these uh, right and if so why okay let let's actually uh, take an example here probably this will help a lot uh let's let's take an example of a manufacturing industry let's say like shoes right like assume i run a industry of manufacturing shoes you as a customer come in hmm. right you come in in the month of jan can order me some 500 pair of shoes okay some specific design that is running at that time i say boss this 500 pair of shoes going to take 6 months for me to produce mm. okay and this is the cost mm. pay 30% up front like whatever the rest of the sale cycle happens now end of the 6 month you come back mm. okay you get to see your first vision on the product mm. in the month of june mm. when you ordered it in jan. jan right and then you realize boss this is not what i wanted mm. i wanted something different right maybe your understanding was not right mm. or maybe my explanation wasn't correct it was correct. not right like something went wrong maybe mm. the narrowing was actually too much mm. or like you had a very flat base mm. something like the design is actually not applicable mm. the colors actually at that time when i ordered probably the color was actually blue mm. that was in trend now the trend color is changed to orange something mm. like this that can happen mm. which is going to bring like not so good moment for both the people right like mm. both did not do anything wrong right the guy came with a good intention to manufacture something and sell to the market the manufacturing guy took the requirement at that time deliver it at the set time mm. not talking about i'm looking at an ideal scenario of a delivery right now what happened here the collaboration did not happen right and it's probably a lit- little late it's late going to cost cost is huge it's going to cost it's not lot. the money it's the time right time and money also right Correct. if you maybe it can be changed the design can be changed or or, or maybe there needs to be a lot of work maybe it has to be discarded yes. or completely done Correct. right so what it does agile actually tells to collaborate with the customer mm. it helps the whole delivery of the project itself in smaller chunks mm. so i say okay okay i will not deliver say instead of 500 shoes delivering after 6 months mm. can i deliver 100 shoes in one month mm. 
right like to 100 shoes in one month is a good number to mm-hmm. so 100 shoes i will deliver it at the end of january mm-hmm. so this guy can take to the market mm-hmm. okay time to market they call right right and then he can see the response mm-hmm. come back and probably stop the 300 shoe itself mm-hmm. no he need not even travel till 500 shoe the right. cost and time for actually that actually that benefit can be given to the customer mm-hmm. and any customer who can see this benefit right mm-hmm. would definitely and would love to actually come on board with you on this processes mm-hmm. that is why we should collaborate with the customer if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Okay, so I'm I'm going to interrupt you before we go on to why we should not follow the plan. So uh, in collaborating with the customer, so from a, you took this from a manufacturing point of view, but from a let's say a software perspective so there are two models ideally there is like b2b and b2c mm. right so uh, in b2b you're working with another company you're trying to deliver some product to another company so uh, what should be an ideal cycle time should it be like a weekly uh, thing should it be a monthly thing or what do you think so it varies there is no mantra to it okay right. so there is something called as an inventory cycle Mm. they call it inventory cycle okay this is a coin term coined by toyota mm. okay they call it the time when a raw material takes mm. okay a raw material is picked up mm. and a complete product is shipped out mm. that cycle is called inventory cycle mm. okay it varies from industry to industry right company to company person to person so right. there is no success or thumb rule to it right but a shorter Check-in time. I am going to use the term check-in time. I don't know if that's the correct term or not. But a shorter, shorter time where you collaborate with customer is definitely better than a longer time. Would you, would you err on the side of caution than, uh, you know? See, Ajay suggests its own timing. See, they say for any project that you picked up. Mm. Okay. Again, I am always relating to software. Right. Okay. If I want to quote something different, I would mention that industry. Right. they suggest like they call it sprints yes sprints yes not a chicken time sprints okay they call yeah. it sprints how short should a sprint be right it, it they say minimum actually keep it two weeks two weeks okay maximum actually you can actually there is no end to it you right. can keep three weeks you can keep four weeks mm. but they suggest the shorter the time is the better that it is to hear that responses back and then rectify it mm. it is like this okay you aim say there's a bull uh, there's a bullseye okay mm. you need to target it mm. Okay, you hit from a position called X, hundred mm. meters distance. Okay, mm. now if you hit, if it is not hitting the bullseye, mm. it is not deviating in front of the board. No, it started deviating right from where it trajected itself. Right. Correct. From here, it might have started one millimeter. Right. Correct. But when it reached the dart board, right, it might have reached some ten millimeters. Correct. Correct. So I can actually see the deviation in the one millimeter distance itself would make much more sense right. to me looking at the deviation at the hundred meter distance. Right. So that that's that, that's why they started. 
keep it shorter mm. so that you can re-rectify. Mm. See, it it always suggests a retrospective as well. Retrospective is primarily a platform sets where you can talk good, bad, mm. how you can rectify the bad, make it as a good experience for you. Mm. So there is a learning that goes as a mm. feedback into the next sprint. Mm. So right. that that will happen. Right. So uh, two weeks is the recommended time, and uh, obviously based on the business criticality and stuff like that, uh, it might be longer. Also, some businesses wouldn't want a shorter sprint cycle because they cannot allocate the resources necessary to uh, to participate in the sprint and give the feedback, etc. But in the case of a B two C model, uh, right, we will have an initial set of uh, user base. You know, we are trying to grow the user base uh, from a B2C in a B2C model. Uh, so, is there any uh, kind of uh, method, uh, is there any uh, restrictions to there should be minimum so many customers for this uh, uh, sprint to be valid or it, it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. See, normally companies will have something called as privileged customers. Mm-hmm. Right, like the, who get like uh, see when I work for a company MNC mm. in my earlier stint. No, no. Let's talk about no, no. Let's talk about from a startup perspective. Huh. You, we are uh, talking about a startup who's let's say trying to create a B two C product and trying to market to the masses. Mm. And so they come up with an initial release and they try to follow the agile methodology where okay. they are trying to check in with the customer and find out the feedback and keep on improving. Mm. Right. So uh, are we okay even with small numbers? Like numbers doesn't matter as long as you expect you think hey, this is a good feedback for me to take in mm. and I this think is something good, that, yeah. that I need to change correct right so it doesn't matter whether it's 10,000 customers or even if it's just 10 customers correct as long as the customers are uh, people who, who, who want the product and who, it's your target customer correct. you can't you can't have uh, customers who are not your target customer and take feedback from them. See, right? there's a proverb from Guy Kawasaki, okay? Mm. No product is good enough. Mm. Okay? If you keep thinking that it is not a good thing to go out, you will never end up. Mm. Okay? There are different perceptions that keeps adding. Right. So, instead of actually you deciding it, mm. the guys who use the product gives you feedback would be the much more valuable thing. Right? Mm. Like, so, there's no numbers to it. It right. is actually, that's why I call it as a cult. Okay? It is it is a cult. Right. You need a different mindset of people. You need a different execution mechanism. Mm. You need to think out of the box. Mm. Right. Okay. Excellent. So uh, there was the second part of the question. So that was we should not follow the plan. So I'm guessing it's pretty self-explanatory that you know if we blindly follow the plan, uh, uh, you know coming back to the shoe manufacturing thing, if, you, if the manufacturer blindly follows the plan that he put in place for the six months. Uh, obviously it's not going to work out so based on the feedback he has to keep changing the plan so i think it's self-explanatory but is there something bit more you want to add to that i would probably give you one more example mm. say for example you started from your your office to mm. my office right there is a plan that we did last week right that you will meet me there was a calendar that you have put me right assume there is some uncertainty that has happened today right to me right you cannot just say that no no i will follow the plan is it going to be helpful right no it's, <laughs> it's not, not going to be not helpful be right so you have to become adaptive you say, right. oh something happened you have to understand this and it's better that we reschedule it to some other day right correct so no blind following doesn't going to help mm. this is what it was happening in earlier mechanisms mm. the shoe manufacturing thing right? right it was a waterfall model 
Right. Most of the manufacturing industry does the manufacturing because of the time that it takes. It's a huge investment as well. Right. But software is pretty much actually easy. Right. And people would want to see the agility into it. Right. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. We, I think this is a great discussion. Uh, I think we could continue this for a couple of hours also. We were talking uh, and almost an hour before this. <laughs> I'm sure we can talk one more hour. But in the interest of time, uh, I think we will just uh, have a few final questions and then wrap up this interview. Uh, so, uh, one of the other uh, important criteria is uh, uh, with regards to uh, change, right? Uh, software uh, and startup is like a very uh, volatile environment. There are a lot of changes. Uh, so, uh, in the agile methodology, how should we respond to change? Is there a difference between a traditional software development model, uh, sorry, software development model versus agile methodology? There is in traditional approach, you cannot respond to change. See, you, uh, you take like say for example, you are designing a beautiful website. Mm. Okay? Uh, you wanted to do like some flash animations onto it, like you do all those. Mm. Okay, build the entire site into a flash website. Mm. Now all of a sudden, mm. HTML5 comes in. Mm. Okay, which is very responsive. Right. <laughs> you can put it in your mobile, like everything automatically takes care. Right. Now, if I if I want to actually respond to this change, mm. right? Like if I have used a traditional water flow model, mm. I would have finished the product, and then only the customer would be able to see. Right. And by the time, even if he wants to change, the cost is already occurred. The time is already gone. Right. If I adopt to this like respond to change in the third month or fourth month, he can come back and say, "Hey, HTML5 seems to be the good thing right now. Like it's become responsive, and most of the people use smartphones in India." We leapfrog that desktop, right? Like mm. we directly jumped into the smartphones now. Right. So like it's better like that we actually redesign the site in a HTML file rather flash. Mm. So what do I do? I save some three months time. I save some three months effort. Mm. And it's much more easier because that will be fresh in my mind. So mm. I save a lot of time mm. in refixing those as well. Mm. So that is why it is better that we should respond to change. Change is in- inevitable, right? right? In short. Right. Change, change happens everywhere. Are we ready for the change? Right. Right. And unless we follow Agile or some similar methodology, uh, it is going to be very tough to respond to changes, right? So, so that's one of the reasons that why we should follow Agile or similar. Is there any similar methodologies to Agile? There is, see, Agile is basically framework. There are many different mechanisms through which you can enable it. Uh, the one form, whatever that we spoke about is primarily a mechanism called Scrum. Which is a two-week sprint kind of stuff. There is extreme programming. Right. There is future-driven development. There is test case-driven development. There are a lot of other mechanisms, but the easiest and the best suitable and widely adoptable one was the Scrum. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Excellent. So, um, what would be your biggest tips with regards to agile delivery methodology, and at the same time, some of the challenges? Uh, that are there in Adil delivery methodology. See, if you say the tips would be like, uh, the first thing is management has to be having a buy-in. Mm. Really, the top guys has to be aligned. Mm. If they're not aligned, if, if they don't believe in Agile, mm. there's no point that we go and run behind the ground force. Mm. 
Mm. It has to be top-down approach. Right. It cannot be bottom-up approach. Okay. okay. People have to be empowered. They mm. have to be trusted. Mm. If a guy says, if say a guy by name Naresh says this task is going to take me 30 hours, mm. the same task by another guy Suresh can take 50 hours. Right. Correct. So, but we have to see who is going to do the task. Is it Naresh or is it Suresh? Mm. <laughs> and then estimate it. So right. people have to be empowered. Right. We can't say. Uh, we can't say there is no thumb rule. Uh-huh. We can't say to Suresh, Suresh Naresh can do it in 30, 30 years, so why not? You can, yeah, it, it, it doesn't work that way. Right. Okay, you might feel that you are actually saving the 20 hours, right. but eventually you will lose more time than that right. in reality. Right. Okay. And then, like, people have to just think that it will well, it will work well when people have the understanding to understand, take the feedback, and correct it. Mm. If they are not ready for that, mm then they should step away from it. Mm-hmm. It will give you data points. Boss, you did not do this well. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have the courage to take that in a positive fashion, right. then like it is not a, my cup of tea. Right. So, so we should be very open to right. feedback, very receptive right. to feedback and take it in a positive way. I think right. that's, a, that's a great tip because I think uh, uh, traditionally, uh, especially startup founders are uh, bit hours to taking feedback in a positive way. Uh, they think that uh, my idea is the best, or the customer doesn't know. Okay. Uh, but I think Agile says that you know you better listen to what they say. I mean, you don't need to take hundred percent of what they're saying. You should use your judgment, but uh, that doesn't mean you justify whatever flaws the customer has pointed out as X True. or Y. Yes. Right? Uh, a- anything else? I think uh, those are also kind of like you answered it in a very Agile way, uh, I asked you for tips and challenges, but both of the things were kind of both a challenge and a tip. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else uh, with regards to tips and challenges? Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, the bigger challenge that I see, I have seen is the mindset of the people. Mm. Because you have a shorter delivery period, mm. people normally don't uh, have a buy-in with that. Mm. Because people have traditionally worked six months project. Mm. Okay? They, they want Maybe to... they will sleep for five months, they will work only on the last <laughs> month. But like, uh, but their brain is already set to program in that fashion. Mm. Correct? Like, so people's mindset has to be changed. They have to have a buy-in. Mm. They should actually, this is going to help them mm. capture a lot of uh, under the carpet works. Mm. See, in traditional <laughs> development models or frameworks, right? You can actually see for two months, nobody will even know. Mm. Nobody will even check. Right. Like, you can do so many under the carpet work. Right. Here, it will tell you are not right. Correct. He has not done good. Right. The requirement was not given by, by the, good by the project manager mm. or the product manager. Mm. So, people can actually take data. Mm. Okay, there are tools which enables, mm. which, like, there is uh, Rally, there is like Jira kind of tools, mm. which helps you get the data on board. Mm. The top management can see the data mm. and act wisely. Mm. Hey, there is a requirement from the customer. Mm. Now, why is this this not picked up mm. for the release? They can ask. Mm. But everything has to have a mindset of buy-in. Mm. Again, that mindset has to change. People normally complain, two weeks I have to develop, I have to test, I have to automate. There is there is a doneness criteria kind of stuff that normally that gets defined. For a product to be shippable, it has to complete certain stages. Mm. That gets verified mm. in two weeks time. So that is the biggest challenge. The team adopting the mindset of two weeks delivery. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, a lot more work, I 
guess for the yeah. people uh, you have to be productive i think yeah that's that, those are big challenges now uh, i just have a couple of final questions so uh, are there any uh, books or resources that you recommend uh, where people can learn a bit more about uh, say agile methodology or even with regards to startups uh, are you are you a reader like uh, or do you follow any blogs uh, well, uh, some resources you mentioned. I, I do I do write my own blog in the techiejack.com like right. though I write about more on the product companies how do they operate like so what's the blog uh, it's, it's a techiejack.com slash blog slash blog okay I'll link that up on the show notes uh, yeah. any other view do you read uh, it's an agile forum like see again like uh, people have to jump in and start using mm. see I told you right like it's gonna be same thing mm. but, but people have to change their mindset get a buy-in yes I have to be ready if two weeks I'm not working anything mm. then there's something seriously wrong right so he should walk up to the guy like uh, normally in um, agile they call somebody who organizes hold them as a scrum master and say boss like I was sitting idle for this whole week mm. either you're not allotting work to me mm. or I'm not capable to do that work is what do you get a feel mm. so they both have to sit and talk right again interactions stress on interactions and individuals right, right. like that comes back and again feedback i mean it could be it uh, it could be a problem with both people it's well, not necessarily uh, that the person is not capable so this comes out very clear on the table mm. ah. okay so so is there any books that you would recommend for other startups uh, art, of, art of startup okay uh, by uh, guy kawasaki okay okay and then there is a uh, book called uh, uh, startup focus mm. by polonizer publication okay okay these two books I guess it should be a mantra mm. for the startups. Okay, awesome. We'll link that up on the show notes so that people can uh, uh, take a look and buy them and read them. Uh, so I just have one final question, but before we go to that, uh, what's the best way to reach out to you? Of course, people can uh, go to your website, which is uh, techiejack.com and uh, take a look at your uh, services. They can uh, reach out to you through your uh, website. but. If they want to personally get in touch with you, what are you most active on? Email, yeah. LinkedIn, Twitter, Email, LinkedIn, like uh, email and LinkedIn are the most active. Active. Okay. Active Great. Uh, so email is saif at uh, techiejack.com, right? And LinkedIn, I'll link that up on the show notes page so that people can reach out to you. There are a lot of startup uh, listeners. They might want to bounce some ideas off you, might want your services, uh, etc. So I'll link that up on the show notes. So. Uh, with that, we'll move on to the final question. So, uh, just imagine that uh, whatever we have been talking for the past 35 minutes doesn't air, and uh, only uh, one gyan would air mm. from your side. So, mm. uh, because this is founder's gyan, what would be your one gyan to startups? Uh, could be with agile, uh, but didn't necessarily be anything to do with agile. Could be just general startup gyan as a founder yourself. Mm. What would be your See, one? there is a concept called burn the boat. Mm. Okay. See, the idea is primarily like if you are if you are in a journey to find out the island you want to take on and then leave on, mm-hmm. you have to first burn the boat. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you have the boat with you, you in back in your mind you will always see there is an option available for me to exit. Right. Correct. And why statistically people often when they are either going to die or succeed, they actually succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is a excerpt from the book which I quoted earlier called the startup focus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this should be the mantra for startups. Mm-hmm. They should just burn the board. 
they should not keep other options open normally people actually think should i keep my job aside like and then should i do part time kind of stuff that doesn't work that way mm. you have to just burn the boat jump in you would succeed because you will not have other options than to raise money through this right right excellent gyan uh, uh, and advice uh, saif thank you so much it was great chatting with you and i wish you uh, continued success uh, in your venture thank you very much same as mine pleasure is mine there you have it folks another interesting topic we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did in producing the same do check out the show notes at foundersgyan.com/ep824 for links to all that we talk about on the show thank you for tuning in we'll be back soon with another episode of founders gyan till then stay inspired and do continue working on your own startup and good luck on your startup adventure bye for now